I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all coming and it's not going to be pretty it's great to have storable food but when that runs out what are you going to do your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food so i've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-gmo heirloom yada yada but it's the following years that really concern me so I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. 
I am not going to comply. This ends now. Understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three cornered hat and, speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemnest they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, 
There is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join in our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Best days are gone Our people want united Can't even get along Our nation so divided Our country torn in two It's such a shame after all That we've been through We've always been a beacon The world's one shining light Are we gonna let it 
it all go wrong for the sake of being right? Have we forgotten who we really are? All the storms we've had to weather, and how we ever got this far? Have we forgotten how it used to be? We can still sit down together and agree to disagree. And the common good was what we had in common. Have we forgotten? Red states and blue states, left versus right. It seems like all we ever do is fuss and fight. Ain't pointing fingers. Hell, I'm guilty too. But how much more of this can we go through? The whole wide world is watching while we go round and round. We need to come together, y'all, and we better do it now. Have we forgotten who we really are? We've had to weather And how we ever got this far Have we forgotten How it used to be When we could still sit down together And agree to disagree And the common good was what we had in common Have we forgotten to another edition of the patriot party podcast i am the mick and with me of course is my much better beloved better half v lynn hello patriots we are going to start this off with some somber news tonight uh one of our own um life of brian his son is being sent home apparently with anywhere from two days to two weeks to live uh, apparently as a pretty severe liver disease due to drinking um or over consuming i would call it um and hiding it um it that's a tough thing to deal with that's a sad thing to hear yeah. um 
it, it's, I heard uh, an alcoholic I met years and years ago. Uh, he told me this. He said, you know, it's the weirdest thing in the world. He said, you go from being about one thing. Cause that one thing consumes you when you're addicted, whether it's Coke, heroin, alcohol, tobacco, whatever it is, gambling, gambling, whatever that one thing is, Born. it consumes you. Mm -hmm. And when you go through the 12 step process, you go from that, not caring about that one thing to caring about everything else. And he said, it's the hardest transition to make. And you know, I, there, there, there are a couple people out there that, you know, drug addicts, alcoholics, um, her cousin, for instance, one of our rough spots mm -hmm. in our relationship came to her cousin because I kept telling her, I was like, look, your cousin's using Coke. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. She's fucking using Coke. I, I know the symptoms and the signs. And he was right. I, I did Coke. A lot of it. I never did, so I didn't know the symptoms and the signs. I, I was like, I, I know this. She it was a big contentious point because I was saying shit she didn't want to hear. She was, I was telling her a truth that in her mind didn't exist. Man, when she found out, she apologized up and down for months. I could have had her mow the lawn. <laughs> I no, didn't. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know if I'd have gotten that far. But I was uh, pretty sure you <laughs> would have because you were like, holy shit, you were right the whole fucking time. What I had her mow the lawn. Um, but folks, there's, she always asked me, well, why didn't you give her any inches, you know, after you found it? I said, why would I can't trust her? She didn't have the honesty to tell me that she was doing it. She brought, she surreptitiously brought it into my home with my kid right down the hallway from her. Yeah. I, I kind of have a fucking big issue with that. And, uh, I, I never cut her any slack. It was really hard on her. And then she's the one that's batshit crazy. That's seriously jab injured. That is apparently yes. moving to London because she thinks that she's in love with a pop star that she met in her head. Yeah, what's his name again? Oh, anyway, Harry Styles. It's Harry Styles. That's right. Yeah. She thinks she's going to live with Harry Styles in London. Interesting thought. Go for it. You're getting sold into sex slavery. And when they find out how old you are, they're going to shoot you I because she that. literally looks like a kid. Yeah, she does. Anyway, she, uh, then we saw her about, I don't know, it was probably good 10 years went by and, uh, we saw her again and, um, I was very cordial. It was very nice. And she had turned her whole life around. Hey, when, when you make that commitment as a former alcoholic or whatever you were, to turn your life around at that point, you're damn right. You earn my respect. Now she turned it back around the other way. So now she, she's drinking. She gave again. up one she's, vice and she got divorced. She, she's drinking. She's crazy. She's turned uh, into a bunch of different vices to uh, include injections in her arm that are tested, not even proven. Yeah. And she's gotten every single one of them. Pretty much. No, I think she's gotten four. But now she's covered again. So it doesn't matter. <laughs>
everybody it was really funny went to a customer's house the other day and he's like uh he's like oh, i'd stand back i've got covid he's like i'm not scared i just need your signature and he's like okay if you're not scared i was like yeah what's the, there to be scared of he said god's got my back he just kind of looked at me for a second he's like yeah okay okay whatever and he just went and signed it right and then he said, then I'm walking away. I said, I bet you got the vaccine, didn't you? He said, yeah, I sure did. Mm-hmm. Because that's when like, you get COVID. Because mm, that's why you've got COVID. Just saying. Yeah. There's something about that. We're going to find that out here shortly, too. Uh, find that. They've already said that. They've, they've literally. Yeah, but had, nobody. They, we'll do some stuff on COVID tonight. There's a reason I'm wearing this shirt. Um, We'll, we'll get into Merrick Garland, nope. too. But. Um, well, let's make sure we don't forget about well, Nipa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that soon. Nipa's back. But first, I want to give the biggest freaking shout out ever to Wix. Wix Vixen. Fuck yeah. And Heather. Trooper. And Anna Olivia, but really Wix. Like, Heather's like, why did I come today? Seriously, you and Linda could have handled it. <laughs> we already had 100 feet up when Heather got here. So, um, and then we had to run to get another roll of off 100 feet thank god we were able to put it on the uh, farm account at tractor supply with the whole tax exemption thing so that was good uh yeah so there's 300 feet of fencing now up there um and they gave it to me 20 percent off on top of that because i helped them load it so anyway okay it wasn't as expensive as i expected it to be uh because we didn't have any money for it, but on the other hand, how much was it? Uh, a hundred and because you didn't tell me that before I asked you. I said, Did you use all of the the stuff that we had? And you said, oh, no. No, 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 I used all the stuff we had. And then I went, you, I went, I had to go get another roll and I didn't use all of that. Oh, well, I didn't know no, about no, the no. other roll. Yeah, no, I had to go use another roll. That's why when you're like, Why didn't you go all the way around the tree? I'm like, Baby, I, we were. It would have been a shorter distance. That's my point. The water comes up further there. For, that was my whole fucking point. But it point. wasn't. It wasn't a shorter distance, and I didn't want the fire pit inside because, like, inside the fencing, um, because if we're gonna sit outside of the fire pit at night, it's gonna be a fucking pain in the I'm ass just gonna to move go it anyway. in and out the fence. But anyway, um, that's fine. The fence is awesome. So Wix came and. Uh, First thing this morning, like I texted her and I was like, hey, are you available to come help me put up this fucking fence? And the neighbor was out there watching. Like first thing this morning, he saw me go out, like saw me take the dogs for a walk. And then he he went like right after that, because it's when I usually let the chickens out. Um, he came out to see if the chickens were running over, but I didn't let the chickens out. Wick showed up and we started putting up the fence. And then Heather showed up and we got another roll of fence. And so that, I mean, we all worked like, I tell you what, Wix, you know how Heather and I just work like a team. We just work so easy together. Wix and I, same way, same thing. Like right, right off the bat, we just, just worked awesome together. Super easy. Like didn't have to talk or, you know, or like. All you got to do is put Liana on the background and you just work. We just, we, it, see, well, look, Liana's stream was all fucked up. It kept flipping it over to Infowars and dropping her. It was wow. all jazz. No, no, Rumble. Uh, that happened like six times, seriously. And then we gave up. We're like, all right, we can't do this Apparently Rumble is being, uh, they, I, I guess you call it 
I, does if one company bullies another company, do you call it cyberbullying? Probably. I I'm just wondering because like supposedly they've had some hacks going on at Rumble where that's why streams are like bleeding through, like channels are bleeding through other channels and shit. Uh, apparently they've been it's been a huge ongoing thing, and they're basically between YouTube and Facebook trying to sh kill Rumble. That's not a surprise. Anyway, so, uh, but we put, we got the whole fence up um, by, by like, what, two in the afternoon? And, uh, and then we let the chickens out and they were not thrilled, but they'll adjust. They'll have to. And then the other neighbors that live further down that come down every day to see the ducks and the chickens usually between 4.30 and 5 because they know that's, you know, I'm out there, I'm putting the chickens up and they're all, you know, out and whatnot. And and they was they like to see the ducks coming back from the side yard and they drove down and they saw me out there watering the garden and the fence up and they were like, I was like, sorry, the other neighbors are complaining, had to put a fence up. See, all it takes is one asshole. That's it. That's it. That's it. So... I got nothing done for antennas, which is why Heather was coming over today, but that's okay. I'll knock them out tomorrow. That's, I, that's why I gave myself an extra day because I knew something would happen. Something would come up. Something would delay us, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it done. Mm -hmm. I work like a fucking fiend when I have to. So True. True you know, that. True. <laughs> you know, it's true. Anyway. I work best under pressure, um, but I... I, I want to do I want to I want to do something a little different tonight. Normally, we talk about our featured sponsor if we talk about our featured sponsor at all at the end of the night. And um, tonight, though, it's not exactly a new sponsor. We've actually had them for a while, but I did not have a designated website for them. But when I went to go get the Electroculture website, the Electro Freedom website. I got a really good deal and basically I got it for a dollar. So <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, we talk about cardio miracle all the time. And I told you guys that when we take our cardio miracle, I like to add vitamins in. Now in the summer, I don't add vitamin D because I'm outside all the time. It's, it's pointless, but I always add vitamin C because really you should have between 6,000 to 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day, right? Anything you don't use, you just, you piss back out. Um, this is 3000 milligrams per serving. So I put it in twice a day with my cardio miracle, right? Uh, one capful and it's liposomal. So it absorbs so much better. So I, I make my cardio miracle, I shake it up and then I put in the vitamins um, because it's liposomal, like you shake it a little bit but you shake it gently. So if you do like the hard shake with it, like you're shaking up the, the cardio miracle stuff, then it can uh, break it down a bit, but, and it's definitely best cold. Um, and then also I noticed recently that my nails have been just chipping. I think it's because we, I got a manicure when we went on vacation and I sh I'll, I'll never get a manicure again. It always fucks up my nails so bad. Um, but they sent me this, uh, the ultra liposomal biotin plus as well, which is pretty cool. So I have one of those anyway. Um, it's organic, it's fruit flavored. Um, 
you know, it, I actually think it makes the Cardio Miracle taste better, which I, I mean, I like the Cardio Miracle anyway. But uh, so then you get vitamin C, so an extra 3,000 on top of what's in the Cardio Miracle, and then you're hitting that 10,000 mark for the vitamin C. So defiantvitamins.com, defiantvitamins.com is the affiliate link for the Aurora liposomal vitamins. They've got vitamin D, they've got this exoskeleton one that uh, Heather's husband uses that has been amazing for him because he's had real, he's like six foot five. So he, he has the worst joint problems. Um, and that's been like a game changer for him. So they've got, they've got all different ones. They've got glutathione. They've got one that has nanokinase. Um, they've, you know, they've got all different ones. So ones that have some of the specifically things that target spike proteins and COVID and, and things like that. So, which vitamin C is actually one of those things that targets spike protein and COVID in case you didn't know. So is vitamin D, you know, 85% of the people that are in the hospital with COVID have significantly low vitamin D levels, significantly low. Like, like you're about to die because your vitamin D is so low. It's what happens when they lock you up inside for so long and you don't go out in the freaking sun. Or when you do go out in the sun, you wear sunglasses all the time. You know what happens when you wear sunglasses? You don't absorb any vitamin D because when you don't wear sunglasses, when the sun hits your eyes, it actually tells your brain, there's a chemical that's released in your brain, a signal that tells your body to start absorbing vitamin D because you're in the sun. But if you wear sunglasses, if you cover your eyes, your body doesn't get that signal. So you can spend all day in the sun and not actually get any vitamin D. So, but liposomal vitamins. So you go to defiantvitamins.com. That is our affiliate link for these liposomal vitamins that are awesome. I know Wix uses it too. Um, they're, they're great. So yeah. Anyway, that's that. There you go. Mm -hmm. So I guess now you know where to go to get them. Anyway. Yeah. Now that I lost my train of thought, thank you. Um, we hadn't even started yet. As you did your, oh, good. Yeah, but I was, I had a train of thought going there. Um, no, you, didn't. you all got to see today, and we're only going to play clips, thank God, because I don't want to listen to all of the bullshit. I want to be able to stop the bullshit before the bullshit becomes too deep. Again, you ask, or you're going to have liberals ask you. The points brought up today by both sides, minus a couple things that uh, Adam Shithead Schiff said, um, minus a couple things that he said. You know, I heard some Democrats ask, asking some more difficult questions of him this time. Hmm which we did not see the last time. The last time they just kind of let him, I, I guess you could just say squander what little time they had with him. But I, I did hear a couple more tougher questions from liberals, especially about the crime points in cities. Um, they got on him about that. They were like, look, our cities are over. What are you doing about it? And it was interesting to hear some of them, I mean, some of them were completely full of shit. I mean, we heard the one about uh, right to life from Washington and how she was such a fucking badass. Whatever. Shut up, bitch. 
you fucking murdered a child mm-hmm. and you're proud of it. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, and we heard some good shit on a little bit of the Republican side. Again, not the badgering I was expecting. I was expecting them to really beat the shit out of them this time. I thought they had them dead to rights with lying to Congress. There was only one guy that brought up lying to Congress. And I was like, wow, only one. And he never did answer Matt Gates' question or any question about losing track of the number of confidential human sources that were present at January 6th. Folks, I know for a fact the FBI knows exactly how many confidential human sources were at January 6th. Why? Because guess what? If you go back to the ledgers, you can find out how many confidential human sources were paid for January 6th. Mm. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. You can always find it in government records via pay stubs. Follow the money. Follow the money. This, if you and I went into our jobs to our bosses and gave the answers that Merrick Garland gave today, we would be fired on the spot. But here is a man who claims that the whole reason he is here, and I haven't validated any of these claims, so I haven't looked them up, so I don't know if it's true or not, that his family was involved in the Holocaust. And you want me to weep a tear for you. Dude, so he now was legitimately you, crying. Like he was now straight you, up crying on the stand. It was ridiculous. Now you just told me you're a Jew. You're a Zionist. Hmm. You're any of that though. Hmm. I mean, they all are. They're all hmm. Zionists. Yeah. This this uh this whole hearing stunk. I, I don't think it was good for He he doesn't play the victim very well. Either Jim Jordan or Merrick Garland. Quite Mm -hmm. honestly, I got some questions about Jim Jordan. Why hasn't he come forward? If he's supposed to testify in front of Congress, why hasn't he done it? Jim Jordan is supposed to testify in front of Congress? That's what some Democrat liberal stupid schmuck was saying this morning. Mm -hmm. That why are we going to listen to our leader when he hasn't even done what he's asking other people to do? That's a great... Hey, look... No bullshit. That's a great question, Jim. The rules are the rules, bro. They're not for me and not for thee or for me and not for thee, whatever. That's not how the rules work. If you're being called in front of Congress to testify, motherfucker, get in front of Congress and testify. What do you have to fear? Man, you have to fear those faggots up there. Fuck them. Nothing to fear from them. Bullshit. Give me that crap. Pussy. Just go fucking do it. Fuck these dudes. But what, what was he supposed what is Jim Jordan supposed I, to I'm, I'm not how, sure. How does a member of Congress get called to testify in front of in front of Congress? I don't oh yeah, you can no, it I can mean, be done. I obviously, but that doesn't I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand how a ranking member is being called. That is my question. How does a ranking member get called? Because that's a pretty serious charge. Sergeant Horse, I don't need to talk about my chickens. My chickens are good. They're they're happy. They're put up right now. They're uh they're they've got plenty of space and they're not in the neighbor's yard. Chickens are great. And I 
don't have to kill the neighbor. My yet. shoulders hurt like a fucking bitch because I I put in twenty seven pickets. I uh, six foot T posts with pickets. A giant pickets. A picket so, pounder. Uh, exactly. So I got I got a shoulder workout. I did squats all at the same time. I did my core, my legs, my arms. You're gonna be a, <laughs> a hot mess tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not like pounding pickets. Dude. I fucking hate pounding pickets. Twenty-seven of them. That was that was no joke. I tell you what. Either way, we do have some of the highlights. I start with. Uh, Go back to Gates. I want him first. You want to start with Gates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he was he was actually phenomenal. I I actually said again, I think I agree with Matt Gates, and that's a scary fucking place to be. But I think I agree with Matt Gates. He asked some really good questions. He just unfortunately didn't let Garland fucking walk into the trap. Uh yes, I agree, Wix. Um, normally every morning I massage Mick down with serious CBD. Followed by Kush Cream. Tomorrow I morning, it might be me. He's going to be returning the favor. Yeah. <sighs> All right. This is true. I will be. The floor is recognized five minutes. I guess I'm just wondering, Mr. Attorney General, has anyone at the department told President Biden to knock it off with Hunter? I mean, you guys are charging Hunter Biden on some crimes, investigating him on, on others. You've got the president bringing Hunter Biden around to state dinners. Has anyone told him to knock it off? Our job in the Justice Department is to pursue our cases without reference uh, to what's happening in the outside world. You, just that, yes or no. Have you done that? That is what we do. So it's a no? No one that I know of has spoken to the White House about the Hunter Biden case. I'm wondering. Okay. I really don't need to continue with this. Oh, we will though, because it's great. But it is great. He is... This is, that's the whole show right there. What he just did to him. Did you see how he said, oh, okay, so that's a no. All right, so with that, moving forward, he automatically jumps into it when the guy starts rambling on with this speech about we at the Justice Department, we do not in investigate other investigators and we do not talk about open investigations that are ongoing, blah, 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 blah. Bullshit, stonewall, bullshit, stonewall. And Gates says, okay, so I'll take that as a no. I, that's that's the whole clip, folks. Honestly, you you want to watch it? We're, I'm down with it, but that is literally the whole clip, and he never answers one of his questions. All right, we'll watch it in a second. Real quick, though, uh, Jewel is asking, you know Lieutenant Colonel Ivan Ranklin? Ranklin. I th or um, Raiklin, R-A-I-K-L-I-N. Apparently he was on uh, Bars FM looking? with Scott. Uh, over impelled, go up just a little bit. Okay. From Jewel, see? Second from the top there. R-A-I, Raikland. Sounds, I've heard sounds, him before, and I think I've- Sounds I, familiar. I think I showed you his picture once, and you knew him. You guys served on different teams, but at the same time. I, I'd have to go look. Anyway. I don't know. I, I'd have to see a picture. I'm really horrible with names. I do a lot better with faces. And, anyway. And, you know, call signs, basically. Yes. Because you guys all- We don't really Don't use your call, real names. We have nicknames. Yeah. So- Okay, I got it. I got it. So Hunter Biden is selling art to pay for his $15,000 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that the people buying that art aren't doing so to gain favor with the president? The job of the Justice Department is to investigate criminal allegations. 
have information. Are you investigating this? I mean, someone who bought Hunter Biden's art ended up with a prestigious appointment to a federal position. Doesn't it look weird that he's making, he's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States? Isn't that odd? I'm not going to comment about any specific. Not going to comment, not going to investigate. So right. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped doing that? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped? I'm going to say again that all these matters are within the purview of Mr. Weiss. I have not interfered with them, and yeah, I do not. Yeah, but if you were confident that he had stopped, you could And I do not intend to interfere with it. I want to, so it was a lot of Chinese money that was working its way through these shell companies into the accounts of the Biden family. So the China initiative was set up during the Trump administration at the Department of Justice to go after the malign influence of, of the Chinese Communist Party. And the Biden Justice Department dissolved the China initiative. So I guess I'm wondering, does the department have any documents uh, that would detail the basis for why you got rid of the China initiative that President Trump had set up? The Assistant Attorney General of the National Security Division gave a long speech which explained that. He has testified before Congress several times. We'd be happy to provide you with- What's the, the basis? Just tell us all now. What, why, why was the China initiative dissolved? What, uh, uh, the, what the Assistant Attorney General said was that we face attacks from four nation states, North Korea, China, Russia, and Iran. And we need to focus our attention on the broad range of these attacks. Sometimes we but, don't but, but wait know. A second. You don't, are you saying that North Korea has the same malign influence risk to the United States as the Chinese Communist Party? Are you, are you trying to represent there's some parity there? Because here's what it looks like. It looks like the Chinese gave all this money to the Bidens, and then you guys came in and got rid of the China initiative, and it was successful. Like, I saw one rationale that you guys got rid of the China initiative because it was racial profiling. But, but one of the people you convicted was a guy named Charles Lieber, who was a Harvard professor taking $50,000 a month to do China's bidding and give them whatever research was being done. Are, are you aware of the millions of dollars that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies from Chinese Communist Party entities into Biden family bank accounts? Are you aware of that? There were a lot of questions that you just asked. Let me start with the first one about North Korea. North Korea is a dangerous actor, both kinetically and with respect to cyber. But not on par with China. I'm on I'm the not, armed services I'm not in the business right now. Of it's, okay, it's, it makes you, you look unserious to suggest may that. May I answer your question or not? Answer the question about whether or not you know about all the millions of dollars that well, moved you don't want me to answer into. about North Korea. I already know the answer, and so does everyone. They're not the same risk as China. So let's get on to serious questions and serious answers. Do you know about the money that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies, yes or no? As I have said repeatedly, I have left ma these matters to Mr. Weiss. I've not intruded, I've not interfered, I've not tried to find out it's what like he knows. It's like you're looking the other way on purpose it's because everybody knows this stuff's happening. And you know what, people don't pay bribes to not get something in return. Right. We, the, the China initiative resulted in the convictions of a Harvard professor, of someone at Monsanto. So we were working against the Chinese. They paid the Bidens. And now we're, now you're sitting here telling me that North Korea is the big threat. I'm I got to get to this one thing on January well, 6th. I, I, so did the FBI, did the FBI lose count of the number of paid informants on January 6th? Let me did answer you? your question about China. I China want you to answer this question. Most... I only get five minutes. 
you've already you, sort of, I think, screwed the pooch on China. So January 6th, did you lose count of the number of federal assets? Did you lose count and order an audit? Gentlemen's time has expired. I, I get an answer to the question of did, he, did they lose count? Well, let him answer the question. The time has expired. The, the Attorney General can respond. China is the most aggressive, most dangerous adversary the General, United the... States faces, and we are doing everything within our power to rebut that, to stop that, to prevent their invasions, both kinetic, both um, and through cyberspace. And we will continue. If, you, if to someone do that. gave that answer in your courtroom when you were a judge, you would tell them they were being non-responsive, and you would direct them to answer the question. Point of order, Your Time is entering the witness. Well, the time has expired. I, I got it. I just, I was, I was, I was, I was. I was you like your honor? You want to stick with that? Yeah, I, I was getting okay. laughed at to call me your honor. I Point of order either way. Okay, I understand that too. All right. But the gentleman asked his question before his time expired. The attorney general did not respond to the gentleman's question. I was hoping he would respond to the question about the confidential human sources on January 6th. He didn't respond to that. I'm sure we're going to get, uh, uh, we're going to uh, get uh, an answer uh, to that uh, later. Of, of course, now, Mr. Chairman, there, were, there were the questions gentleman. before that that he was not given a chance to answer. Understand, so but I, the witness might have thought. But the witness doesn't, Mr. Chairman. Point of order: the witness does not control the time. Hang on, hang on. exactly right. Members control the time. If they want to switch their question and focus on one more question that they'd like an answer to, I want to give the witness a chance to respond to that final question that Mr. Gates asked. He didn't respond to it. Someone else is going to ask it. I'm sure. We now recognize the gentleman from Tennessee for five minutes. That was um, epic. All right. He nailed him. He he didn't ask him a question. He made a statement. Which is what he did. said. Look, we we know why the whole China committee is gone. People do not pay bribes without getting something in return. It's true. Yeah. Think about it. That whole committee was shut down. Started by Donald Trump, shut down by Joe Biden. Why? Within the first six weeks of his presidency, gone. Why? Uh, because there was a bribe paid. Bingo! That's There's it. normally, that's the only answer. That's it. $620 million, folks. Right now, we can account for 20 that's a lot of fucking money. I don't give a shit who you are. Well, of course, we don't trust Jim Jordan. Gus, he's a politician. We don't trust any of them. They're all politicians. What's to trust? There's no trust there. It's like, what's 10 lawyers at the bottom of a pool? A good start. start. Same thing. What are 10 politicians down at the bottom of a pool? A good start. I, I don't understand. You know who has the best lawyer jokes? I, I, Tom Renz. Tom Renz tells the best lawyer jokes. I don't anyway. understand how the American people are calm about this. This is our government. This is what we're what we're watching here is our government at work. It, it, our government self-destructing. That could be too. But the point is, is it's our government at work. Do you all see that? This is, we all can sit here and say what happened today was bad. Because I don't think it was good for either side. I don't think it was good for Jim Jordan. I don't think it was good for Mayor Garland. However, in the facet that it was good for the Republicans, it still wasn't good because Jim Jordan still looks like a pussy boy. 
there are some good questions raised about Donald Trump making that motherfucker the special counsel for Hunter Biden. I that makes me wonder. Wait a minute. If DJ put him in office and Merrick just forwarded on, is Merrick Garland just another puppet with a hand shoved up his ass and somebody else? Because, you know, these old people in certain offices. You're starting to sound you're starting to sound like you're you're talking some devolution shit there, babe. Some of these old people in certain offices, I'm realizing aren't aware of everything that's going on because that CHS question that Matt Gates proposed there at the end, did the department of justice lose control of the number of confidential human sources that they had on the ground at January 6th? And he very clearly did not ever answer the question, nor did he ever answer the question later on when he's asked by another representative, but he puts it back on Weiss. And I agreed with Liana this morning. Liana said it best. Put both those motherfuckers sitting right. What this is, this is where I see the corruption, the corruption on both sides of the wings, the mold that's growing on both sides of these wings. Because when you look at this, if, I was going to do this. If I was going to be, if I was the Senate or the Congress, the majority leader for this committee, and I got a chance to have Mayor Garland in front of me, right? I would do it with every single one of his subordinates. Every single person involved in it would all be sitting there in front of me. Why? Because you can't say he did it if you're both sitting there. Because what, what's Mayor Garland going to do? Oh, well, uh, I turned that over to my... No, 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 dude. Look, Ronald Reagan put it best back in 1981. The buck stops here. I thought Truman said that. No, Reagan said that. The sure buck stops here. said that before well, Reagan. He might, may have. Reagan made it popular. But the buck stops here at his desk. He takes responsibility for everything that happened. Ooh, that was a big one. Because no, who was the one in the wheelchair? Eisenhower? Huh? Who's the who is the president in the in the wheelchair? FDR. FDR. He's the one that said it. Whatever. Because he made a big deal. He stood up out of his wheelchair and said uh, the he buck stops here. In like in in the house or in, in front of everybody. It was a big deal. And uh, yeah, FDR said it. That was after Pearl Harbor, and no, he didn't. He stood up for Pearl Harbor yeah, because of all the sailors that he were did it. He did it again, and I swear, I, I swear. I anyway, it. it doesn't I mean, matter. Not personally, but Ronald Reagan did say it. I saw the speech in which Ronald Reagan said it. But the buck stops here, meaning, hey, look, you're in charge of that office for all of its good and all of its bad. Meaning, what all of, all the attaboys that you get and all the Aw, shit. That's all yours, too. That's everything. And he is the director. He is the chief adjudicator of this office, of the Department of Justice. And yet he can't answer one question, not one, 
Not a, he didn't answer a single fucking question today. He would have made a great SCOTUS. I, I've seen some disgusting shit in my day. But if you and I went to our bosses tomorrow and answered the question, our bosses asked us tomorrow, like he was asked today, you'd be fired on the fucking spot. You'd be looking for another job tomorrow. That's no bullshit. And you all know I'm telling the truth on this because you all know what's on your ass at the end of the day, your boss or something your boss said. You know, when I was running a hotel, I, I, I told you guys, I just talked to an old friend the other day, my friend Yvonne, who's now a real estate agent down in Florida. So if anyone's looking for to move to Florida, you know, he can help you. You out. might know somebody, but anyway, um, Patriot, he said, uh, he was like, he was like, you know, V. I always, I, you were the only manager that I always truly respected in the job because whenever I asked you a question, you either had the answer or you went and found the answer and brought it back to me as soon as possible. Well, yeah, because that was my job. Because even if it wasn't my department, I was still in charge of the whole freaking hotel. There was only one person above me. There's one person above Merrick Garland. Exactly. That's that's where my point is. Yeah. You you we've got to lay blame somewhere. Somebody in this administration has to take blame for it. That's why we title this misgivings because this really is. Because now even the liberals are asking some more difficult questions, and that's where we're starting to see the misgivings because now they're even going. Wait a minute. No. 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 This isn't this isn't working the way we thought it would. No. No. No, but more Republicans were All right. out for his we'll, head. We'll move on to Thomas Massey now because I like Thomas Massey. I, I, I liked actually the way he went after him. I, yeah. This is actually really good. Attention to video here that we're going to play. Uh, obviously, that's a significant matter. It is an ongoing criminal investigation, and so I'm not going to comment on an ongoing criminal investigation. Were, were those pipe bombs operable? Again, I mean, again. The ATF is the expert. Again, it's an ongoing and criminal investigation and under longstanding policy, I cannot comment. And we you know this is a very active, ongoing investigation and there are some restrictions on that, but we yes, will we can handle classified information and we fund your department and so you need to provide that. I, it's not, respectfully, it's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy, we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies, partly That's because- That's not our policy though, and we fund you. So let's move on. I could, do you know how- So I'm not gonna violate this norm of, uh, of, of uh, the rule of law. I'm not gonna comment on an investigation that's ongoing. Peter, Nav Peter Navarro was indicted for contempt of Congress. Aren't you, in fact, in contempt of Congress when you give us this answer? This is an answer that's appropriate at a press conference. It's not an answer that's appropriate when we are asking questions. We are the committee that is responsible for your creation, for your existence of your department. You cannot continue to give us these answers. Aren't you, in fact, in contempt of Congress when you refuse to answer? Congressman, I have the greatest respect for Congress. I also have the greatest respect for the Constitution and laws of the United States. Oh, uh, shit! Protection of pending uh, investigations and ongoing investigations. 
as I briefly discussed in another uh, dialogue a few moments ago, goes back to the separation of powers, which gives to the executive branch the sole authority to conduct prosecutions. Um, it, it's a requirement of due process and uh, respect for those who are under investigation, the protection of their civil rights. So well, with all, with all do, due with all due respect, respect with all due respect to that, uh, Iran Contra was an ongoing investigation, and that didn't stop Congress from getting the answers. And you're getting in the way of our constitutional duty. You're signing the Constitution. I'm going to cite it. It's our constitutional duty to do oversight. Now, in that video, that was your answer to a question to me two years ago, when I said, "How many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol, and how many went into the Capitol?" Can you answer that now? I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were, or there were none. I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. You've I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there I were have any? no personal knowledge of this matter. I think what I said the you've, last time. You've had two years to find it. out. And the day, by the way, that was in reference to Ray Epps, and yesterday you indicted him. Isn't that a wonderful coincidence? On a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, you're sending grandmas to prison. You're putting people away for 20 years for merely filming. Some people weren't even there, yet you've got the guy on video who's saying go into the Capitol. He's directing people to the Capitol before the speech ends. He's at the site of the first breach. You've got all the goods on him, 10 videos, and it's an, and it's an indictment for a misdemeanor? The American public isn't buying it. I yield the balance of my time to Chairman Jordan. May I answer the question? <laughs> I'm going to ask one now. Uh, yeah, let's, we'll let the gentleman. Yeah. Um, that, I, I, go ahead. But <laughs> discovery. Okay, pause. Cases, pause. Um, Please pause. We're filed. With whoa, whoa, whoa. Go bring that back. Bring the video back just a little bit, please. Just like five, maybe four, five, six seconds. Back to Jim Jordan. All right, play, play, but I'm going to cut the vid the audio out of the play. I'm just yeah. going to turn it down. Um, Hold on real quick. There's I, 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 Pause, pause. Okay, right here. Listen, this is what I'm talking about. See how these old fucks almost seem to be like, like Mitch I have McConnell. No idea. Like Mitch McConnell. He just pauses. Mitch McConnell just, uh, look at him. Listen, listen to this prick. Listen to what he says. All of a sudden he's oh, like there's somebody telling him what to say or something of that abyss. Go play. Go ahead. But uh, in discovery in the cases um, that were filed with respect to January uh, 6th. Um, see how he's like Department catching himself. No, no, no. Information they had see how he's catching himself. He's like looking his eyes. Yeah. It's uh, almost like he's reading a script that he's telling. Was not an employee or it's weird. Of, of the, it's uh, not FBI. normal behavior. Uh, Mr. Um, Epps has been charged, um, and there's a proceeding, I believe, going on today on that subject. The charge is a joke. I yield to the chairman. It is the fucking charge is a joke. Complete. The joke. whole it's a misdemeanor. The only person getting away from January 6th from not going to jail for 17 years. And oh, by the way, folks, just so you're aware, Mr. Epps, because they were so concerned about his security, he was allowed to do it virtually. Oh. 
Hmm. Hold on. Here. This you just. Gonna pause it? All right. Yeah, I am. You're removing it. Oh, shit. All right. This is the Ray Epps chart. In Ray Epps, the Arizona man accused by some conservatives of instigating the January 6th riots on behalf of the federal government, has been charged with one misdemeanor count in connection to the insurrection. Epps was charged with a count of disorderly or disruptive conduct on restrictive grounds, according to court records. According to The Hill, Epps was falsely accused by Fox News of being a government agent who was stirring up trouble. Messages seeking comment from an attorney representing Epps were not immediately returned today. So to remind everybody what the theory is, Ray Epps is someone who was present on January 6th. He was there the night evening before. He can be seen on video um, urging the night before saying we might need to storm the Capitol. We, you know, we, we got to be planned, planned and prepared to go in. Even some other um, uh, conservative activists, people around him start saying, no, we're not going to do that. You're a fed. fed. You're saying, telling us to do that. You're a fed. Um, On the actual January 6th day, I don't think he went necessarily into the Capitol. He's being charged with being on like restricted ground or something like that. Um, Tucker Carlson and others have um, suggested that he was a government plant to encourage January 6th people to go into the Capitol and get them in trouble the way that, you know, entrapment sometimes works for the government. The government agents some, you know, contact young Muslim men and try to get them to agree to do a terrorist plot. Um, the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapped the governor of Michigan. The kidnapping plot was substantially, the, the, everybody involved in it were paid informants. They were paid to g- progress it to a point at which they could be charged. So that does happen. So it's not it's not crazy. Sure. The, the idea and the mainstream media is going to automatically dismiss this idea because they don't understand that these things actually do happen. All of that said, no evidence has been presented whatsoever that he is, uh, that he was working for the government or any, anything of that nature. But the evidence was, the, the, the tacit, as the soft evidence was, was that, that he had not been charged. charged. Yeah, so now he is charged. So I'm seeing this both ways. Yeah. Um, lots of mainstream people are saying, well, this should debunk the theory once and for all. Your idea was he's not being charged, he's being protected because he was secretly working with the government, so they're not going to charge him. They're saying, well, now he's being charged, so you can't say that anymore. But I, on the other hand, I'm seeing plenty of conservative people saying, well, they're charging him, but with this you know, very, very slight little little charge. And right. so that's that's to you know that's a cover story, right. basically. So, so, for example... I don't want to hear Charlie these Kirk, words uh, anymore. All right? First of all, motherfucker... But you get the idea. Get this, all right? First of all, there's a dude that never even entered the fucking Capitol. Wasn't even there. Enrico Torres. On January 6th, he got 17. No, 22 years. 22 years. Mm-hmm. 22 fucking years. Yep, for not being there. And this cocksucker was there leading people into the Capitol and he got a fucking misdemeanor. Yep. Oh, Mayor Garland opened by saying this morning that there's not two tiers of justice. Bullshit. There's two fucking tears of justice. Why? Ray Epps is getting charged with a misdemeanor. Meanwhile, everybody else on January 6th is getting slammed with every felony under the book. And they've been in fucking solitary lockup since fucking January 6th, three fucking years ago. You know you can't be held for more than 24 hours without a good reason? What the fuck is wrong with us? Why are we waiting? What are we waiting for? Tyranny is already abound. They have people, they have our own people locked up in fucking jail. What does it take? What do you want another Boston massacre? So that way we can fucking kick this bitch off? Fine. You know, the the January 6th or that um I was 
young, 21, 22, maybe not even that old, maybe 19, got indicted, and then he turned up dead, and he killed himself. Another. That's the second one, maybe the third one. This is, folks, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. This is ridiculous. There's, there's a lot to be said about that. Because think about it. Why did he kill himself? Because he if, he if he has nothing to hide, why did he kill himself? What was going to come out in that trial that was going to tell us that he's a fed? Oh, the kid that killed himself? Yeah. No, he knew they were going to throw the book at him, and he didn't want. He wasn't. He wasn't about to sit in jail and get beaten, tortured, uh, sit in solitary for the next twenty five years. Oh no! Oh, that's. Oh, I thought that he was a. No, no, okay. no, no, no. This this kid, like, I, I, he went with his dad. And he literally went into the Capitol building for less than a minute. And they charged, they, they were throwing the book at him. And it was, and, and it was Epps, right after the, and we have video Flores, evidence of that. Ray Epps saying enter the Capitol the night before, yep. but Ray but Epps got a, a misdemeanor? misdemeanor. Yeah. But Merrick Garland swore today on his oath as a piece of shit. Cause he is, he's yeah. a gigantic cucktarted fucking twat. That douchebag stood there in front of everybody, raised his hand, said, oh, yeah, we don't have two tiered. We have, we have one justice system. Well, here. Really? Check, check this. August 8th, last year, they raided President Trump's home. And according to the FBI agent, Stephen D'Antuano, the assistant director in charge of the Washington field office, the search was a complete departure from standard protocol. When we interviewed Mr. D'Antuano, he said, first, the Miami field office didn't do the search. Instead, they sent folks from D.C. He said there was no U.S. attorney assigned to the case. Instead, it was run by D.C., in particular, Jay Bratt, who's now on the special counsel team. He said the FBI didn't get President Trump's counsel's approval before they did the search. And then Mr. D'Antuano told us he had recommended that when the FBI got to Mr. Trump's home, President Trump's home, they contact his counsel, wait for him to get there and do the search together. Of course, the DOJ said no. And then who does, who does the attorney general name as special counsel in that case? Jack Smith, the guy who a few years ago was looking for ways to prosecute Americans, targeted by Lois Lerner and the IRS, looking to prosecute the very victims of the weaponized government, the weaponized IRS. Jack Smith, the guy who prosecuted Governor McDonald, only to have the Supreme Court overturn that prosecution in a unanimous decision. That's the guy, that's the guy that the Attorney General of the United States selects as special counsel. And you wonder why four out of five Americans believe there are now two standards of justice in our great country. All right, do me a favor, bring that back to the beginning. He makes the best point in the fucking, the only time that I will absolutely 100% agree with Jim Jordan. Uh, let it go to bed. Last year, they raided President Trump's home. Hold on, wait, right. And according to the FBI agent, right. Stephen D'Antuano, the assistant director in charge of the Washington field office, the search was a complete departure from standard protocol. Pause. Why is it a complete departure? from standard protocols because normally the miami field office or the field office for whatever uh, city that you, you would be in up. would be the one that would conduct the search okay they don't there, send agents down from dc you're you're partially right stand by listen 
So listen, this is the reason why it's a complete departure. The reason that it's a complete departure is because ass clown who gets sent down from DC, let's say, right? You really don't actually technically have the authority to work in the state of Florida. Yeah. Because remember, it is a memorandum of agreement between the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the state sheriff of the state in which they want to work. And in this memorandum of agreement, it allows them to open up field offices, blah, blah, blah. And the personnel that are assigned to those offices are allowed to conduct business on behalf of the Federal Bureau of Investigation in that state. Not people shipped in from D.C. Hmm. That is why it's a complete departure, because only in times of national emergency is that allowed to happen. Or martial law. Bingo. That is why. That I is a complete you you're talking devolution. Departure. You've been talking devolution all night and you don't even realize it. No, I'm not talking devolution. I'm... Liana? I am... Talking about a government that no longer is working at the behest of the American people. The government hasn't worked at the behest of the American people for over 100 years. Correct. And we just figured that out. Correct. And this is just more examples of that. But here's this Democrat asking Mayor Garland some interesting questions. Attorney General Garland, the Department of Justice charged over 1,100 defendants in connection with the attack on our Capitol, correct? Yes, that's correct. I'm going to state two facts. The people who showed up on January 6th to attack the nation's Capitol were supporters of Donald Trump. They attacked the Capitol to stop Congress from certifying the fact that Donald Trump lost the election. Those two facts were so horrible that some in the right-wing media and some Republican members of Congress could not handle that, so they made up conspiracy theories. In fact, Donald Trump called January 6th a beautiful day. He said the people who showed up had love in their hearts. Republican member of Congress said January 6th was like a normal tourist visit, and some Republicans have said there were no weapons used on January 6th. Attorney General Garland, were there weapons used in the attack on January 6th? No. Yeah, yes, uh, in the video, you already saw the, uh, some of the weapons that were used, and there, there are obviously many more, many, many hours of video. Another conspiracy theory is that somehow the FBI actually orchestrated this attack. So I'm going to go through some cases that have gone through completion and resulted in sentencing. Joe Biggs was sentenced to 17 years in prison for seditious conspiracy and other counts related to attack on our nation's capital. Have you seen any shred of evidence that Joe Biggs was an FBI agent? No. In fact, Joe Biggs was a member of the Proud Boys. This is what Assistant U.S. Attorney Connor Monroe stated. Okay. Now, semantics here. He asked him if Joe Biggs was an FBI agent. Babe, what's the difference between an agent and an informant? Agents are... Sorry. Agents are agents and informants are informants. They're not not the same. They're not the so same. So if that when when this douchebag is asking Merrick Garland if Joe Biggs was an FBI agent, Merrick Garland can honestly answer him no. Because no. he didn't ask him if he was an informant. Yep. Anyway. 
Didn't ask him if he was a CHS, mm-hmm. confidential human source. Yeah. No, no, no. Just asked him if he was an agent, if he was an agent. So. About Joe Biggs and the Proud Boys in court, he stated, quote, they saw themselves as Donald Trump's army fighting to keep their preferred leader in power, no matter what the law or the courts had to say about it. And on, January, on September 4th, Joe Biggs stated that he is confident Trump will pardon him. He said, quote, oh, I know he'll pardon us. We're his supporters. We went there like he asked. I'd like to now ask you about the case of Stuart Rhodes, who was sentenced to 18 years in prison for the attack on our nation's capital. Have you seen any shred of evidence that Stuart Rhodes was an FBI agent? No. In fact, he was the founder of the- Pause it, pause it, pause it. Because again, we're back to semantics. Go back just a little bit now. About five seconds. Bring it back five seconds and play it. Because he says something very Any shred of evidence that Stuart Rhodes was an FBI agent. Go back uh, further than that. About five more seconds from that. Sentence to 18 years in prison for the attack on our nation's capital. Have you seen any shred of evidence that Stuart Rhodes was an FBI agent? No. In fact, he was the- Hold on, let it go. The founder of the Oath Keepers, a far-right paramilitary organization. Rhodes asked Donald Trump to call them up as militia. Then I'd like to ask you about Enrique Torrio. Uh, you went the wrong way. You went completely wrong way. Anyway, the part that I was getting at was he asked us. I know it's semantics as again. Donald Trump asked us to show up for as a supporter. He didn't order us. He asked us. He asked us. You see how he said that? Yep. He was very careful. He just had that submitted on the record, on congressional record right now. He asked us. He didn't tell us. He asked us to be there. Yep. Anyway, let's keep going. Two years an attack on our nation's capital. Have you seen any evidence that Enrique Torrio was an FBI agent? He was not an FBI agent. In fact, he was the leader of the Proud Boys. What happened on January 6th is that Donald Trump's supporters showed up because he told them to. They marched to the Capitol because he told them to. They attacked the Capitol because he told them to stop the steal. That is the truth, and that is how history is going to record it. Thank you for prosecuting those who attacked our nation's capital. I yield back. I I think that's hysterical because he goes from saying that he asked to he He told told them. Yep. That's indicative of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Big time bullshit. Nah, you don't even have to play this. Fuck that douchebag. I don't even want to hear him anymore. I'm done with him. I'm seriously that... It pisses me off because nobody else is angry about it. If I feel like the only one again, I'm like, fuck. Landed on dude. If we if you did this tomorrow, you'd be fired so fucking fast. You would be out the door, you would be out on your fucking high horse, and they would say, Don't ever come back and hear your walking papers because you can't tell me what you're doing. Okay. Well, um whatever the CCP agent that was just that uh, I'm sorry, uh, that Democrat, um, Chinese Democrat. I think I had it right the first time. What do you, what do you that was just about? asking questions. He brought up a whole bunch of conspiracy theories. Uh-huh. All right. I want to play a, a fun video for you guys real quick. This is just for fun. Okay. Okay. This will make us giggle. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Okay. Landed on the moon. Allegedly. Okay. If you just look a little closer, you can see the, the soundstage. See the Truman Show? We can argue about the moon all day long, but we got to get back to JFK's assassination. How many shooters killed JFK? Tell me when to stop. 
How many? Um, That's right. Ten. You don't believe me? All right, I need volunteers. Come on, JFK shooting. You see? How is this possible? You see what I'm talking about here? Queen's been dead for a long time, since we landed on the moon, around the same time. How could this even work? I asked for a flat one, but they just wouldn't give it to me. All the way down here, how could the bullet do this? We are clearly in a computer simulation. Watch my hand, watch this. You still see it? Yes. Um, are we covering climate change? I don't want to get into conspiracies right now. Let's focus on the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just the way it comes you know? through. That was pretty funny. Just to make us giggle. You know, that would be actually refreshing to see in a classroom. Oh, right? It would actually be like, wow, you guys are actually conceptually thinking. You're actually thinking of the negative and the positive. I actually like that. That's I'm I'm okay with that. Well, since you brought up climate change. <sighs> I'm sorry, folks. I know. <laughs> folks, as I've told Labor from the very beginning, when I think of climate change, I think of jobs. <gasps> oh, my God. Jobs? Did he say I sold labor? No, no, no. He started out, I think he said I sold labor from the beginning. You Folks, as I've told Labor from oh, the very oh, beginning, when yeah. I think of told, told labor. Told labor. climate change, I think of jobs. Except losing jobs because that's that's, <laughs> that's what's, what's happening. happening. We're giving it away to China. China. I know that clip. That last clip, the conspiracy theory, theory clip, was super low. I'm sorry, y'all. It's, that's just best we can. Do yeah, it, it was as loud as it, we can get it. It happens sometimes. Um, but oh, Joe was Joe was in. This was in Brazil, right? Mm -hmm. He's uh, whatever. He's down there sleeping. I'm sure. I, he's jet lagged. Selling us you know, out to someone else. He's not campaigning so i'm happy about that i mean there is that well i mean he might be campaigning to all the migrants in south america oh that that yeah oh i never even thought about i that. mean because that's where his votes are coming from hey, so you know that's why they're trying to flood in fucking yeah. texas yeah anyway here you go Where, where's he going joe uh, yeah, joe yeah, yeah, eagle yeah. eagle eagle stop eagle don't follow him eagle and no and he He's just gone. left Oh, would yeah. somebody smack that retard in the back of the head, please, with a lead pipe? Anybody. I mean, my cousin got it when he was a he was an eighteen year old in Washington D.C. Um, and he got put in a coma for like three weeks, getting hit hit in the back of the head with a lead pipe. He got hit in the back of the head with a swing. No, he got hit in the head, back of the head with a lead pipe. He oh. broke up a robbery at a 7-Eleven in Washington, D.C. Oh, oh, that's one. Yeah, your, your other cousin got yes. hit in the back of the head with a swing, and he was fucked up for the rest of his life. Well, he kind of deserved it. <laughs> I know. Dude, I, I know. tell I'm you what. I'm an asshole. But. You know, those freaking we Gen Xers, I, I tell you, we're, we're pretty fucking indestructible because you got... The, to the toys, like the playground toys. We're progressively more dangerous. I mean, I, mean, I, I had lawn darts. Yeah, jarts? Yeah, yes, jarts. Yes. I love that game. I, I legitimately. We would throw that shit at each other all the time. I have a fucking scar on my leg from a fucking jart, okay? <laughs> I'm not even, it's that still was, there. It wasn't mine. No. no, 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 it wasn't. I know it wasn't mine. No, it wasn't. I know I didn't. I, I don't think I've successfully hit anybody with a jart. No. 
But, you know. But we used to do the stupid shit like you see in the Adam Sandler yes. movies where we took the jart. We all stood in a circle and one of us threw it as high as we could in the air and everybody so, else just stared at each other and waited until the last one went running. If you grew up a feral Gen Xer, you know, in the 80s and the, the 80s, basically, the early 90s, and you still have all your extremities. And your fingers. Good job. Good job. Bro, I, I know a lot of people that held on to M80s way too long before they threw them. <laughs> That motherfucker went off and let me tell you oh. something. That was a bloody fucking mess. Anyway. Uh, who is this? That's not Joe. No, that's the original Joe. Look who's sitting next to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Mayorkas. Where is this at? Where this is, this? is in 2015, I believe. Hmm. Um, let's listen to what Joe has to say. The real Joe, then. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Nonstop. Nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Really, Joe? Wow, that's rather racist of you, Joe. Oh, okay. Seriously. So back then, white you, European stock. You you thought that an mm. unrelenting stream, yeah, it's about that time, would be an issue, and yet here here we are. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Wait, I'm just going to go straight. Honestly, I'm going to go straight to the next one here because yeah, this shit's it. crazy. Remember, though, our border's secure. Oh, yeah, totally secure. Look at all those people. Our government is currently participating in one of the biggest illegal sex trafficking trades that is going on right now in the world. I, I'm just letting you all know. This is they tried to take arresting El Chapo's son and shit. Northern border in Mexico. You, you, Mexicans, you're kind of disgusting in a way because y'all are just letting this happen. Just like we're letting this shit happen here in America, this shit, this shit's happening below the border just as well in your country. Uh, this isn't. This is a little island in Italy. It's it's not it doesn't stop, y'all. This is ridiculous. It's this not, it's this not is not just, just US. Us. It is this is all over the place. It's everywhere. We got Ben and Oscar Blue Ramirez. Guys, your footage coming through the Daring Gap was absolutely stunning. You've seen the footage of the train 
Where are you today? Give us an update of what's heading north. Hey, pause this. Uh, because because this you know what? The Republicans are going to stop it. Ben and Oscar, I want you to make sure. Stop that. All right. Well, anyway, you We're get the idea. It. You know, the border's fucked. It's just wide open. You know that we're fucked and we're not going to be able to fucking get a fair election in 2024. Nothing is going to work. Nothing that they've started has worked. Nothing's going to work. We're kind of just screwed. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, we're just <sighs> kind of fucked. You want to get hot? And John, yes. yes. John, I saw your question at the beginning if I felt anything weird. Yeah. I mean, better yet, I'm going to, I'm going to increase John's question hmm. and OKC. Mm -hmm. Sorry, John, I was giving you your props, bro. Mm -hmm. but I'm going to add to your question. Has he told you anything? Um, maybe. See, cause I could, it's funny about her. She can't, she can't lie to me. <laughs> so. What is he told? Well, you? do you remember it? Was it Fuck you no. or was it him last night? Who, when, where, why? Last How? night? Fuck what around time? to find out. We're past fuck around and now we're at find out. Do you remember that? No, that was me about that motherfucker over there. No, 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 no. It was about Noah. Why I was supposed to read Noah. Well, that was him. Okay. What did he say? He said, I, I was, I don't I was know anything wrong, about that, but kind of right that the, what I discovered wasn't the reason why I was supposed to read Noah. I was, I was just, I was going down a, a tangential path. Um, that let's just say that God's made contracts with people again, as he did with Noah and others. Oh, that one. Noah. Oh yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That is not, yeah. that's not a good thing to hear at all. No, 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 no. Cause if God's making contracts again, what did God say the last time he made a contract? Um, that he would never, ever do what he did again. He, he wouldn't flood the earth again. But God doesn't make contracts very often, but when he does, it's kind of really, really bad. I will say though, this is really interesting. Okay. Cause we read Babel this morning and oh my you know, God, like I, to talk I am this. sorry about that, by the way, but no, no, no. Before we get to that, we've got well, to get to this. I know we have this. to smoke, but we we'll, have to smoke we'll, we'll do this at the same time. No, we don't. We don't do that at the same time. <sighs> okay, fine. We just don't. You okay. smoke and that's it. Okay. I'm going to close the fucking door. Of course you Jesus. do. Jesus. <sighs> all right. We're just smoking. That's all we're doing. Smoke, smoke, smoke. That's it. It's that time. It is that it's time. time. It's past that time. It's tribute time. Tribute to our dear friend, Justin. Go for it. If you got it, you know what time it is. <sighs> it was 420 somewhere. Say it was, because it ain't now. Yeah, John, I keep I keep wondering if I've like lost my mind for opening Freedom Gardens Electroculture on September 23rd, which is my opening date, but fuck it. Why not? Yeah, September 23rd is my opening date for Freedom Gardens Electroculture. Isn't that the date of the end of the world? Yeah. 
No, no, no. The day to the end of the world is March 20, or March between, sometime between March 19th and March 25th. Wow, that's very specific. A little bit, yeah. Zion and I were talking about it this morning. At like 7 o'clock this morning. Yeah, we were talking about whether the plane, the F-35, was taken over by uh, a oh, hacker. Dude, I got the best fucking video on that shit. Look, I heard eyewitness accounts today. That's so. the one I'm going to, that dude, the black guy, that's so funny. No, no, no. Oh, There's another hysterical. one where the lady talks about they saw the plane after the pilot ejected, and the plane was vertical when the plane crashed. So it was upside, it was like this in the air as it was crashing into the ground. I was like, what the fuck was that plane doing? Yeah, John, I know that tech is needed for those who have to leave the grid. Everyone can have a green thumb. You can grow your food twice as fast and five times as big without chemicals, without chemical fertilizer, without pesticides, without any of that shit. Just go to electrofreedom.com, sign up for the email now. As soon as the store opens, you'll get an email with a promo code for a free green thumb. Just gotta pay shipping. So, uh, electrofreedom.com. And if I can actually get my inventory up, because like if I can spend a day making antennas instead of, you know, putting up a chicken fence, I, although I did do a whole bunch the day before yesterday. Um, I, uh, then I can, you know, really get this rolling. I still have so much to do. It's okay though. I got to take pictures. I got to make some videos. I got to get my, my thing started where I'm comparing growing with and without an electroculture. We'll do an ongoing thing on that on the website. Um, yeah, LG, I have that video. It's fucking hysterical. And uh, so then I have to get the website completely done, up and running um, with accurate inventory counts. And yeah. So. I'm going to have to count all night long. No, Sparky, that's a Mark Jason Walker edit. Which one? Uh, Sparky said, what does Liana's cleavage, Velen's arse, and creepy cuts of women's pick have to do with the J-Man? I mean, Jay loved all that shit, so. <laughs> he really did. He really did. Anywho. You know, Jay would have been all over Liana's tits, literally. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway. He would have probably been trying to motorboat. He would have appreciated them. Yes. M most definitely. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Um. All right, real real quick then. Well, you might as well go to the F-35. That's so exactly where I'm going about real anyway. quick before we get into, before before we go. Yeah. Well, before we do the, the, the recap of the good book from this yeah. morning. Um, this is funny as fuck, though. Uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, sorry, between a screech and a whistle. <laughs> What in the world is this? And I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me. I thought, what's a meteorite coming out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. Another thing was flying this 
Too low. The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the... Uh, Okay, I think we need, <laughs> we need we need that as a soundbite. No <laughs> joke. You gotta you gotta start a list, another list. No shit. You gotta start writing it down because I'm gonna forget this shit. I man. know. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. Holy um, shit! Now, before we get to the 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 question I had about what we read in the good book this morning, I did, and I played this at the very beginning of the good book um, this morning. I found a, a piece, a new part of. I found the intro for the good book. Okay. And I play the same song at the beginning of the end. I play the Dax song in God's eyes, uh, God's eyes at the beginning. And I play, um, God, we need you now at the end. So I don't change it up like we do here, but, um, this is, this is the intro. Check this out. Y'all. This is, I love it. Hold on. Pause. 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 Okay. Here we go. Bring it up. So everybody can see it. Yeah. Bring yeah. It back. So you start from the beginning. I'm a soldier. Come on. There we go. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me, and hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier.
Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth me my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Pretty cool, huh? Mm, that's an old prayer I used to say before we got into a fight. Anyway, I liked it. Reminds me of you a lot. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean. Oh, you'll see. In the future, we'll see. Yeah. Break forth. Anywho, moving right along. Okay, moving right along. Um, so we were talking about. But real quick, before we. Yeah, jump in. I have no idea what that was. Yeah. Um, before Not we get to that. that, so this morning, been something that goes this morning through. in the good book, we we read about the Tower of Babel. Okay. And the begats. The begats. Lots of begats. Ooh. But but the Tower of Babel. Adam beget. John oh my God! It was forever, 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 forever. Holy yeah, fuck! There was, that's there so was a, hard there to was read. Totally a Joe Bob in there. You're absolutely right, Liana. You are not. Look with the begats. Look, <laughs> the it, begats if that drove no you joke. crazy, I get it. That's the hardest part of the yeah, Bible yeah. for me the rest to read. Of that's too. Good. But here we go in chapter eleven, right? So they end up in the land of Shinar, and they build man. Nimrod builds a giant tower, giant tower, right? And the Lord God comes down to check it out. And he says, and the Lord said, behold, the people is one and they have all one language and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Go to let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Who is he talking to? Mm. Mm. A lot of people are going to say the archangels because the archangels were with them at that time. That could be. Because that was pre-everything. Yeah. The archangels were still there. They that were could all be. still in a group. Yeah. So he could very well have been talking to the archangels. And yet, and then he says, so the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth. Yeah, that's the archangels. Yeah. Okay. And they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel. Because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. So is That's he talking about different languages came from, mm -hmm. or was it telepathy? There is a, there actually is a solid argument to that. And I've heard that argument before. And I believe that that is a possibility because there is an argument to be had that supposedly prior to Adam and Eve eating from the tree of life, they spoke differently than you and I do. Um, they didn't speak. Everything supposedly was the way animals the way animals do. As time progressed and they ate from the tree of life, language was created and they spoke vocally where we can hear it, where it's an audible assertion of understanding. The reason that this has become a question is really because, and I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out, but Liana's kids, for instance, there is a language that autistic children 
understand. Yeah. They understand a language. They just don't understand the same language you and I do. They understand a language. You just have to adapt to talking in it. And if you can't do that, then, you know, we were only at Leanna's house the first time we met her, probably what, 45 total minutes when we got there, mm-hmm. uh, maybe an hour. We smoked a bowl and then we kind of hung go. out, yeah. drank a beer, but then we kind of had to go. But in that 45 minutes, I'd already picked up terms she was using with her kids. But I'm really flexible with learning languages for some fucking reason. I'm really good at it. I don't know why. I can pick them up pretty quick. I'll lose them just as quick, but I'm pretty quick at them. And I was already picking up terms she was using with her kids. But they understand the language. It's just not the same language we understand. It's the same way we may may have used to speak. Was it the language of the angels? Was it all? Because... When you speak telepathically, telepathically, you cannot lie. It's 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 impossible. But given language, but when you give language, now you can lie. Now you can. You lie. don't have to. Now we see the purity of your heart, and that was the start of the downfall of man. Man, correct. Losing telepathic abilities. Correct. Maybe that'll be was given it, back to us. Was it? I have a question though, hmm. because the question becomes because even in that little bit that you just read, it, it didn't say that we lost it. No, it just said that God now wants to founded. No, God wants to see the purity of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Because think about it why take that ability away from somebody unless? You want to see what they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now people that tell the truth all the time, they get in trouble. Trust me. I know I got in trouble for telling the truth my entire life because people don't like to hear the truth. You know, as a kid, my uncle Stevie, not, not the musician, but my regular uncle Stevie, he had a huge beer belly, huge, huge, huge. Like you could sit a fucking six pack of beer on his belly. Right. And one day, I think I was like five or six. And I looked at him and I said, uncle Stevie, when are you having a baby? I knew that he couldn't be pregnant. I was just pointing out that he was really fucking fat. (laughs) Um, I could have said that to you a bunch of times. (laughs) You could have. You really could have. It would have been absolutely legitimate. In fact, I have a a side-by-side picture from before I lost all the weight, before I started working out before COVID, when I was 185 pounds wearing a size 14. And then after, after I lost about 60 pounds, 50 pounds. Folks, I hate to say this. But now it's she I've just, gone farther then, but she just I proved, legitimately looked pregnant. She just proved that all women lie about their weight. And if you had any questions about that, she just proved it. You ready for me to bust her out? I always told her, I said, if you ever get 10 pounds heavier than me, babe, yep. we're going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you can't be heavier than I am. Yep. And she lied the fuck about her weight because I said, babe, look at a little. Yep. You just you go work out maybe or something. Go to the gym. I get a gym membership. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. No, but 
Now I don't even know how much I weigh, but it's probably, I don't know. Way less than I do. <laughs> I'm well less. sure of that. I've, I've at least lost 60, 70 pounds. So, um, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Shit. I've even lost about 10 pounds. I, I know. I know. I've lost weight that. Yeah. I probably could have stood the lose. So big deal. Yeah. Selling the truth gets you in trouble. I, how many people have been censored for telling the truth? We have constantly. People don't like to hear it. Nope. And yet. Don't bring up trainees, please. Don't get us kicked off anything. Well, here we go. Let's let's do this. Instead of trannies, how about even the kids are done? Are done. Yeah, I, I like this story. This is a good one. This, this is, is this is a good warm, warm-hearted story. Yeah. I think, for Americans, these, these kids walked out in protest over um, boys being allowed to use a girls' bathroom. No, 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 whole school, whole school here. The whole school walked out. The whole school. Because the boys are allowed to use the girls' facilities in the school. Yep. Can you uh, post the, the link to the I am the soldier in the. Uh, yeah, I'll put it in the telegram. telegram. Yep. Yeah, whole school walked out. School. Hey, I, my hat's off to them. Go for it, folks. Good. We, we organized one of those walkouts once in high school and uh, we had seniors giving rides home to kids that freshmen that didn't have, you know, that couldn't walk home or something like that. And um, yeah, no, walked out, said, fuck it. It's the biggest fuck you. And I tell you what, any parents that said, oh, that's bullshit. Fuck you. Are you serious? You want your daughter sharing the restroom with a dude? Nope. Yeah. I don't want my son sharing a restroom, going into a girl's restroom or having girls go into his restroom. No. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit no, either. Absolutely not. Anyway. African immigrant. The only reason a girl should go Ireland into a boy's celebrates restroom. Celebrates the disappearance of Irish people. The, the whites, whites are, are going, going extinct here now. We're taking over. Good luck with that. Um, yeah, the Irish don't fuck around, bro. But honestly, the only all right, the only reason that a girl should go into a boys' restroom in high school or a boy should go into a girls' restroom in high school is because they're sneaking in there to smoke a joint and make out. That's it. Yeah, for God's sakes, don't fuck in a restroom. That's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, seriously, people. It's not the place you do it. Anyway. Dude, I'm in there dropping a deuce. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to smell that. My kids don't even want to smell that. Definitely not. It's really nice. I try to drag my kids in the bathroom on Sunday mornings just to fucking be like, hey, get in here. It smells <sighs> like burnt popcorn. <laughs> Laid over with really rancid coffee. <laughs> Anyway, I I know no one wants to smell this either. This is Jacinda Ardern, the um, you know, no longer the Prime Minister, President of New Zealand, or whatever the fuck her title was. Listen to her though. This is this is fantastic. This week we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. 
this will also be important in understanding more about myths and disinformation. On hold on, hold on, pause this because I hate this cunt. I don't like her. I don't fucking care. No, you got it. Sparky got boy, it. Sparky boy just said the fucking best shit in the world. Sparky boy said, "Griff, calm down, lad. Like the IRA would let that happen. This guy will be nail gunned to the pavement tomorrow. Yes, yes, he fucking will. That cunt will be gone tomorrow. Okay, he'll be sailing another sea somewhere else." All right. Anyway, back to Jacinda Arden, because I know you weren't listening when Mark's mix started laughing. That was it. So I'm going to back up a little bit. It would be important in understanding more about myths and disinformation online, a challenge that we must as leaders address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same, to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. In these times, I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We are facing many battles on many fronts, but there is cause for optimism because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means, we just need the collective will. Um, I, I, I have a serious question. I, I, no, no, stop, don't say a word. I have a very serious question for everybody listening right now. Is the world at war? Apparently. Did I did I go to bed last night and wake up this morning and the world's at war? I mean, apparently. Because according to her, first of all, my first question is the norms that we all value. What norms exactly are those? Um, what what norms are you referring to? I've heard this over and over again. Can I get a list of those norms we've already agreed upon? Because I've never seen a list of those norms. I have. It's it's in the constitution. Oh, 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 those norms. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've agreed upon those norms. And yeah, as long as we're following those norms, I'm fine with it, but we haven't been for a very long time. No. Uh, but then she brought up the human rights and the COVID shit. And she said that there was more. Information? Well, there is more. You know what? Hold on. No, 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 not more. War. 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 The weapons are different. The weapons are different, but we're, we're at, at war. war. Yep. We're at war. Weapons of war, battles that we've already fought. What 
have you have you all fought a battle? I I mean I'm serious. Have you guys all fought a battle? Um, I I haven't yet. Well, and then she said, "We fought. A we are at battle. war. What war? I mean, what war are we at right now? Where is the world at war? I the, haven't the, seen it. The demons that are inhabiting her is at war with God." Well, that's a that's a whole separate situation in none it, of itself. All right, but this abortion couldn't fucking even tell you that. What war are we at? Because I've not seen a battle fought yet. And if she thinks that misinformation and disinformation are battles, bitch, you got another thing coming to you. Because I'll tell you what, five five six, it don't register as misinformation or disinformation. It just registers as. Vital data. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm sure she would call this misinformation or disinformation, but here's some truth for you. Again, there's a reason I wore my COVID-1984 shirt today. You had said earlier nefarious. You felt like this was more nefarious than Dr. Burkholder. In what sense are you saying that? The SV40 sequences, they should not be there. They don't need to be there to grow this into back to grow this in bacteria. I don't think it's an accident. They could have chosen another plasmid that did not have the SV40 sequences. If these sequences sit above an oncogene and, and they're promiscuous, that means they are likely to, to integrate in places more likely than other genetic inserts. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, then they can cause cancer. Insertional mutagenesis anyway causes cancer. Uh, and that's the risk. That's why gene therapies were not brought to market for so many years, because there was a risk of causing cancer from insertional mutagenesis. We never needed these vaccines. We had treatments that worked. Uh, one of our doctors here is going to tell you about that. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, I can tell you as a toxicologist, they are not toxic. They're, they're some of the safest drugs you can use. I There's no reason once the FDA found out about this contamination, okay? And we looked to see endotoxin levels, but they've got them all redacted. Why would you redact them if you were trying to be transparent? Why would you hold the data for 75 years, all of the clinical data, for 75 years from these if you were trying to be transparent? Tell me... Why? There is something very unusual going on here that is being done differently than it's ever been done before. We don't give experimental products to pregnant women. We don't give experimental products to babies that have a death profile like this. It's not done. It's never been done before. Please protect your citizens. Please, I am begging you to protect your citizens. We've got to get one state to stand up and do the right thing. Do whatever you can so that other states will follow. Thank you, Dr. Lindsay. Any questions? This was down in Florida, I'm guessing. Um, I believe it was. Um, I'm almost positive it was, but anyway. Might have been in <clears throat> Texas. Honestly, though, she's not wrong. No. There's nothing there that she said no, was no, wrong. No, no, no. That, and that's... that's. I, I want you all to know right now, there's nothing there from all the research we have done 
over the past three years, long, there's not a fucking thing there that she said that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that's what a lot of that, what she was kind of scratching the surface of is that most of our cancers are parasitic mm-hmm. in nature because a parasite is formed when you have a clump of cells that have nothing to do. They basically form their own cell and do their own thing. Remember that a parasite doesn't always have to be an external bug crawling around inside your body. A parasite is anything that feeds off of you in a way that it's not supposed to. It can be a bug. It can also be parasitic debris. It can also be um, broken broken DNA, essentially which is essentially what extra cells that are just bouncing around into you. Yeah. Right. Because that, that, that DNA doesn't conform with what you have because there's no, it, it takes a lot to mutate DNA. You just can't inject some DNA. What it does is confuse cells that are already existing. That's what she was talking about. It confused cells that were already existing, which causes cancer because you have a bunch of cells that are clumped up that aren't doing anything anymore. Let's, let's get into this a little bit further. So this coming up here is professor Philip Buckholtz. He's got a PhD in biochemistry and molecular biology. He does cancer genomics research at the university of South Carolina an expert on which changes to the genome causes cancer. This team is really good at detecting foreign pieces of DNA in places where they are not supposed to be. Huh. So. wonder how much he's been silenced. Let's listen to his testimony. Razor, which is never attribute malice to that which can be better explained by incompetence. And so I'm trying to be gracious here in many in circumstances. There could be malice underneath, but I'm trying to see just incompetence to be gracious. So. The Pfizer uh, vaccine is contaminated with plasma DNA. It's not just mRNA. It's got bits of DNA in it. This DNA is the DNA vector that was used um, as the template for the in vitro transcription reaction when they made the mRNA. Um, I know this is true because I sequenced it in my own lab. The vials of Pfizer vaccine that were given out here in Columbia, uh, one of my colleagues was in charge of that vaccination program in the College of Pharmacy, and for reasons that I still don't understand, he kept every single vial. Um, So he had a whole freezer full of the empty vials. Well, the empty vials have a little tiny bit in the the bottom of them. He gave them all to me, and I looked at them. We had two batches that were given out here in Columbia, and I checked these two batches, and I checked them by sequencing. And I sequenced all the DNA that was in the vaccine, and I can see what's in there. And it's surprising that there's any DNA in there, and... You can kind of work out what it is and how it got there. And I'm kind of alarmed about the possible consequences of this, both in terms of human health and biology, but you should be alarmed about the regulatory process that allowed it to get there. So this DNA, in my view, it could be causing some of the rare but serious side effects like death from cardiac arrest. There's a lot of cases now um, of people having suspicious death after vaccine. It's hard to prove what caused it. It's just, you know, temporarily associated. Um, And this DNA is a plausible mechanism. Okay. Uh, This DNA uh, can and likely will integrate into the genomic DNA of cells that got transfected with the vaccine mix. 
This is just the way it works. We do this in the lab all the time. We take pieces of DNA, we mix them up with a, a lipid complex like the Pfizer uh, vaccine is in. We pour it onto cells and, and a lot of it gets into the cells and a lot of it gets into the DNA of those cells and becomes a permanent fixture of the cell. It's not just a temporary, um, a temporary thing. It is in that cell and all of its progeny from now on forevermore, amen. So that's why I'm kind of alarmed about this DNA being in the vaccine. It's, it's, it's different from RNA because it can be permanent. This is a real hazard for genome modification of long-lived somatic cells like stem cells. Um, and it could cause, theoretically, this is all a theoretical concern, but it's pretty reasonable based on solid molecular biology, that it could cause a sustained autoimmune attack toward that tissue. It's also a very real theoretical risk of future cancer in some people, depending on where in the genome this foreign piece of DNA lands, um, it can interrupt a tumor suppressor or activate an oncogene. I think it'll be rare, but I think the risk is not zero, and it may be high enough that we are to figure out if this is happening or not. And again, the, the, the autoimmunity thing is not my wheelhouse. I'm not an immunologist, but the cancer risk is. That's my bag. I know this is a thing, and it is a possibility. It is a definite possibility. It's more than a possibility. We've been talking about it for two and a half years. We have seen it firsthand. We've seen the rates follow ethical skeptic. If, if you're not already on X formerly known as Twitter, um, he puts out great data. Cancer's up astronomically all among the jabbed that's why boom so and who did it where's my boom picture who did who, it who did do it who did do it you know what who is that guy this would be our that's there it is boom uh, i don't know i this, know this, i think is controlled i think this is no it's not that he's controlled opposition just like donald trump we'll see i'd like you to share with us if you can uh, a little about how you feel the pandemic was used to assert control profit the pharmaceutical industry grant opportunity to regulate uh, introduce surveillance and measures that may otherwise have been resisted what does the pandemic period tell us about power and in the event that you became president how would you address what's happened in the last couple of years um, well, I, I, you know, I, I wrote a book about how the pandemic was misused and that it was not, you know, the, the, the public health response was not a, was not about public health. It was about, it was a militarized and monetized response. It was a pretense for clamping down totalitarian controls. And the weird thing about the pandemic uh, was this constant, um, involvement by the, the CIA and by the national the intelligence agencies and by the military. When Operation Warp Speed made its presentation to FDA, to the committee they call the VRPAC committee at FDA, VRPAC asked for the organizational charts, which were classified up to that time. And when, when uh, Warp Speed turned over the organizational charts, the 
it, they shocked everybody because the top organization that had managed warp speed was not HHS, which is a public health agency. It wasn't CDC or NIH or FDA. It was the NSA, a spy agency. So that was the top. Uh, that was the top uh, agency, the lead agency on Operation Warp Speed and the pandemic was the NSA. And the second agency was the Pentagon. And when you start looking at, you know, it, as it turns out, the, you know, the vaccines were developed not by Moderna and Pfizer. They were developed by NIH. They're their own. The patents are on 50% by NIH. Nor were they manufactured by Pfizer or by Moderna. They were manufactured by military contractors. And basically, Pfizer and Moderna were paid to put their stamps on those vaccines as if they came from the pharmaceutical industry but you know that's not what they were doing they were coming from you know the this was a this was a military project from the beginning and the the um uh you know so and then you have you know, one of the things i detail in my book is these simulations that i uncovered of, of about 20 different simulations on coronavirus and pandemic simulations that started in 2000, in the year, in 2001, the first one, right before the anthrax attacks. And uh, and then every year the CIA was doing these, and the CIA was sponsoring them all. And they were, the last one was event 201, which was in October of 2019. And the participants in there are Avril Haynes, who was the former deputy director of the CIA, who has been managing cover-ups her entire life. She did the Guantanamo Bay and, you know, the spying on the Senate. And, it's, and she's right. She is now the director, the uh, DNI, director of national intelligence, which makes her basically the highest ranking officer at the NSA, which managed the pandemic. So you have a spy who is convening these pandemic simulations. And in each of these simulations going back 20 years, they're not, they're not simulating, they're simulating a public health response. They're not doing the kind of things. How do we stockpile vitamin D? How do we get people outdoors, losing weight, you know, doing exercise? How do we develop an information grid to all the 15 million doctors, frontline physicians all over the world we're going to be encountering this disease so we so that we can get their information about what they're doing that works and what doesn't work and put together a model of, you know, okay, here are the drugs, the repurposed drugs that are work, here are the treatments that work. None of that happened. We had an incredible opportunity for managing pandemic in a way that was, you know, intelligent and sensitive and, um, and you know, devastating to the disease. But we didn't do any of those things. It was all about how you use the pandemic to clamp down censorship. How do you use it to, you know, do forced lockdowns, which, by the way, the lockdowns, every pandemic preparedness document that had been adopted by the major public health agencies, whether it was CDC, WHO, European Health Agency, the National Health Services in Britain, all of them said, you don't do lockdowns. You, you quarantine the sick, you protect the vulnerable, and you uh, let everybody else go back to work because the lockdowns actually amplify the impacts of the disease. You will, if you isolate people, it makes them more vulnerable. It makes it, you know, breaks down their immune system. And if you lock them indoors, it's going to spread the respiratory virus. 
And so all the things they were doing were that they were drilling were about clamping down totalitarian controls. And if you look at that event 201, which is still on YouTube, you can still look it up and go to the fourth seminar that day that were it's broken into four parts. And remember, the people who are here, who are they? Avril Haynes, the CIA, uh, now and uh, DNI, Director of National Intelligence, who was the CIA Deputy Director, former um, Bill Gates, you know, a lot of Tony Fauci's people, the, the pharmaceutical industries, the big media, Bloomberg, et cetera, all the social media companies. And then somebody odd, who's George Gayo, who's the director of the Chinese CDC. So this is in October of 2019. Nobody knows about coronavirus there, and yet they're drilling a coronavirus epidemic, a world global coronavirus epidemic. Nobody's going to ever hear the word coronavirus. The Chinese first acknowledged it on January 1st, so three months later. But we now know coronavirus was already circulating in Wuhan, and the Chinese knew about it at least by September 19th. So that's a month before that pandemic simulation. George Gao is the, is the Chinese head of the CDC and the, the Chinese expert on coronavirus. So clearly, he must have known that coronavirus was circulating on September 19th, a month before that simulation. The Chinese military kicked down the door of Wuhan lab, went in and took all of the genomic sequences off of the public-facing websites and uh, and started destroying the, you know all of the links between that, the lab and the virus and put a military general, General Wei, in charge of the lab. So they clearly knew that it had come from the lab and that that it was already circulating. And it circulated out, you know, we we know down the subway line, the subway line that leads to the airport from the lab to the airport. So they knew it in October and they had the simulation in New York and people there, some of those people must have known it was already circulating. And what are they talking about? The fourth simulation that day. And you can go up on YouTube right now and look this up. They talk about how do we how, how do we stop people from saying that this came from a lab leak? And the people who are leading that discussion are the CIA director, Avril Haynes, deputy director, and George Gao from the Chinese CDC. And Avril Haynes says, now essentially she's saying, George Gao is saying, we got to censor the social media. We got to stop them from saying it's a lab leak. Anybody who says that needs to be deplatformed. This is, this is, you know, this is six months before all this started happening. And then uh, April Haynes says, not only do we have to censor, but we need to flood the zone with authoritative voices who say, who dismiss the idea that this was a lab leak. So they were, you know, this, either they're incredible soothsayers or they, you know, or there's something weird going on with this, that they were doing it. And that this isn't the first one. They were doing this again and again. They did it six months earlier, the same thing, another coronavirus epidemic. And they and I detail all of these in my book, and every one of them the CIA wrote the script for. Now, when uh when Biden gets in there, or when, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, Mike Pompeo, who's the Secretary of State, is it says, oh, you know, this looks like it may have come from Wuhan. We should check this out. 
Oh, he gets four different branches in the State Department to do an investigation, a massive investigation about whether it's come from Wuhan. If you read Catherine Evans' article on Vanity Fair, she does an amazing job at this, and she shows that intelligence officers came into one of those meetings later on this spring and said, we're shutting this whole thing down because the U.S. government, which means Fauci, but also the CIA, was funding all of that research at that lab. So Fauci was funding, Fauci funded about $26 million. The CIA was the biggest funder through USAID, about $64 million. And then the Pentagon was the second biggest. So the whole, it wasn't just Fauci, it was the whole U.S. intelligence military apparatus that was basically handing over cutting-edge military technology, bioweapons technology, to these Chinese scientists who were messing with is really a strange thing. And then, so then the, you have an intelligence officer shutting down the investigation, with, which Catherine Eben documents. And then, but then Republicans in Congress, when Biden comes in, say, hey, you got to investigate this. You got to figure out because there's some mounting evidence that it came from the Wuhan lab. So he says, okay, I'm going to do it. He says, I'm going to get all 22 uh, U.S. intelligence agencies to get together and, and figure this out. And he said, and come back to me in 90 days. Who does he put in charge of it? Avril Hayes. So she signed, you know, then she comes with a thing that says, well, nobody knows, we'll never know. You know, she comes with this report 90, in August of 2021. Nobody knows, we're never going to be able to find out. The intelligence agencies say that we can't figure it out. And uh, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have good optics that the same person and, you know, and she continues to be the primary um, uh, advisor to President Biden on these, on, you know, on, uh, on coronavirus. I'm just finishing now this book on uh, the Wuhan lab. And I, you know, I had to kind of put together this history, which was fascinating because, you know, why was the CIA so involved with game? All right. We're going to stop that here because we've got to go here in a second. See, there it's going. Um, but so Griff said, why why is RFK just putting this out now? He put it out two years ago in, in his book. Um, if you haven't read The Real Anthony Fauci, it is excellent. Um, and it's a good book. It, yeah. It's, I even read it. Yeah. It's a good book. I Again, I often wonder what a Trump RFK, a ticket, Trump would RFK like. ticket would look like. I mean... I don't think either one of them would agree on vaccines, which would be fine with me. Trump would protect our guns, so RFK would be nullified there. But I think all the other shit they want to do matches up. My thoughts, they want to shrink the government, uh, support the people, and take care of the workers. I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. Those are all things I'm okay with. We're not even going to get there, though. No, but not even close. Um, God ain't gonna want that. W seven tonight, ladies. Ladies, come and join us. Yeah, go check I it am, out. I am gonna pop in there after dinner, um, because I have a lot of computer work to do anyway. So I will hop in. Um, so yeah, W seven. Um, I might even be in there because no, because you're high. you're you're not allowed. Ladies only. If you need, tits only, folks. If so if you, you got a link, dick that is hanging in between your legs, nope. you're not welcome. Nope. No matter it's how you identify, ladies, it doesn't how it works. Ladies, ladies only. Thing. Real ladies only. Yep. And then the good Real book. Real TNA. The good book back tomorrow morning at 8.30. Right. 
Start your day with 30 minutes of God's word so that you can have a beautiful day. Go ahead. No, no. No, no, you're on a roll. I'm just letting you go. (laughs) I don't have to do it. (laughs) And then we'll be back tomorrow night, 545. Liana, 905. Okay. You're right. Right after the good book, Liana starts at 905, provided that they don't keep shunting her stream over to InfoWars, which was so freaking weird this morning. Seriously, that just kept happening. You had like Liana for like a couple seconds. And, and then you it was had like uh, Harris, whatever, Harrison, whatever the fuck is it? I don't know. They were, they were experiencing some major attack. It was today. weird. That's all I know is I've, I heard that today twice because like everybody's rumble streams were all fucked up. You had to go check. The I, it's happened to us on uh pilled too like yeah i've had other people tell me that they've and even when i was watching on there i was i think in the good book the other day um or no in freedom gardens and it kept like popping over to another stream and i was like I, quite frankly i think it was so weird anyway um odd shit yeah but we'll be back again tomorrow 5 45 correct for the pre-show 6 p.m for the start of the show yeah That's anything it. else my name uh wish me luck because i'll be uh Making antennas and making uh, demo pieces and doing pictures and updating the website and trying to get everything ready for a launch late Friday night, early Saturday, first thing Saturday morning. On the 23rd when the The 23rd when the world's supposed to How you take that. So we're all going to be enjoying eternity forever. Yeah. Until then, go to electrofreedom.com. Sign up for our email list. How do you even promote that? promo code. I mean, if you truly believe that, (laughs) how do you even promote that? Why not? So what are the odds? I mean, you know, 50, 50, I'm playing both sides. I'm, I'm preparing for the worst. God doesn't like that. Hoping for the best. Praying for the best, preparing for the worst, praying for the best. All right. That's how it goes. Anyway, we will be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. Till then. Y'all have a great one. Thanks for watching. Peace, bitches. Bye.
they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a wacky. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And these straight pipes loud We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love 